I'm Duncan McLeod, and this is TC Daily, the technology show brought to you by Tech Central. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. YouTube.com slash Tech Central is the address to do it. Or why not subscribe to our daily newsletter as well, and you'll get notified every morning at 5 a.m. about all the latest tech news, local and international, as well as our lo- latest tech shows. You can do that at techcentral.co.za slash newsletter. Now, my guest in the studio today, his name is Joa Zoyo. Um, no, I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, how do you really pronounce your first name? How do I pronounce it? Uh, well, it, it's actually Zhuang. But yes. everybody knows me as Joa. Joa. Okay, Joa. I'm going to stick with Joe because no, otherwise... Go with Joa. <laughs> I'm going to butcher it otherwise. Yeah. Uh, Joa, you are CEO of a company called Acumen Software. Correct. And you're behind... That's the company behind an app called... A new app called... Is it new? How old is it? It's about a year old About now. a year old. Yeah. It's called My Smart City. And it uh, recently won the Enterprise App of the Year at the MTN App Awards and has been shortlisted in the upcoming BCX Innovation Awards. And we're going to hear all about this app today. So welcome to, the, welcome to the show. Thanks for making the time. Thanks for coming into the studio. Thanks for having me. First of all, tell us a little bit about Acumen Software, the company behind uh, My Smart City. I, b- I believe it was founded about, what, 15 years ago now? Yeah. Um, so we were founded in 2006. We started trading in 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, founded by myself uh, and my two partners, Kennedy Mohotzi and Peter Helberg. We initially, we started as a consulting firm. Okay. But very quickly, we started developing uh, software products. And we started off with a uh, product called Forcelink, mm-hmm. which is a mobile field services ERP. Uh, that's uh, <coughs> aimed at um, organizations with dispersed assets and dispersed resources right. doing work out in the field like uh, local government and power utilities, water utilities, and so on. Uh, and about three, four years ago, we decided to <coughs> branch off into the B B two C space mm-hmm. to create a a smart city platform that would allow citizens to engage with service providers in the country. And okay, the beginning of my smart city. Now, now the Force Link name I know. <coughs> uh, and uh, I believe that uh, you guys were actually behind the software that. Everyone in Joburg knows so well, and that's the uh, City Power Reporting app or website um, uh, where you, you, where you generated the CP web numbers, which unfortunately we all know too well as yes. residents <laughs> of Johannesburg yeah. with all the power failures we have. You guys were behind that software, right? Yes, yeah, so we built um, CP web, which was, a, it was designed to be a web app right. so that all citizens could use it, even citizens that don't have smart, uh, smartphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was built quite quite a while back. It was built for the World Cup in 2010. So it was a bit of a rush job because at the time there were some challenges with uh, getting issues logged uh, with City Power. So we built that and it, it actually took off and a lot of citizens use it. Uh, a lot of the issues logged with City Power actually come through that platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and CP Web was actually... Uh, the brainchild to, to, to creating my smart city. We realized. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, we realized there's a need. People want to engage directly. They don't want to sit on call centers. They want to talk directly to the service providers. Mm. And, and that's how we came up with uh, okay. my smart city. Yeah. And the city's still running it today in 2022. It's still running today and it's got a lot of users actually. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most of the city of Johannesburg probably. Yeah. Um, so you've, um, you've actually been through a couple of funding rounds now as well. Um, specifically, I believe, for my smart city. Um, you've, you've been through a Series A and you recently completed a Series B. Take us through, through that and who, who, who you raised m- money from. Yeah, so we, we raised the money through uh, an organization called um, Empowerment Capital, okay. an investment company that does empowerment investment. 
So they invest on, on, on behalf of, of large organizations that want to do empowerment investments. Um, so the first round, we, we, uh, we had an investment through the investment arms of Capitec mm -hmm. and, and SAPI. Uh, and that was uh, in 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, beginning of 2022, around March, we raised Series B. Uh, and that was solely from the Capitec investment arm, a company called Mvelo. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And can you disclose what sort of uh, funding you've you've raised and uh, what you're using the money for? Um, <coughs> well, look, we've raised in total about thirty million rand, mm -hmm. um, and we've used it to to launch the product, to expand the product. So we built a proof of concept about four years ago, mm -hmm. and we needed to expand it and make it ready to to uh, to launch. So we've been growing the product, we've been launching the product, getting it out to the various municipalities and, and, uh, and, and um, to the public um, and uh, further uh, building further technology on top of that, further uh, functionality on top of that. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay. So take us through the app. What does it allow you to do? <coughs> do you work with, which municipalities do you work with? Is it fairly complex to, to, uh, to create that integration between uh, the consumer and the back end of the municipality. Take us through what's involved and what the app can do. Okay. So, okay, so uh, My Smart City, we designed it. Um, we, the concept was to create a, a, uh, a smart city solution that allows all citizens in, in the city to engage their service providers. Right. So, so the idea is to eventually grow it to touch every single service provider in the city and you have it on one platform. Uh, and we broke it up into various uh, uh, sectors. We started off with municipalities. So there are a couple of services we all have, electricity and water, and that's in our houses. Mm -hmm. So <coughs> the power utility and water utility are important to us. Now we're also getting fiber in the house. Most people have fiber in the house, so that's becoming very important. The moment we leave our house, we have, uh, uh, we have uh, services that are not on our premise, like the roads, the parks that we use, etc. Mm -hmm. So we started off with those services <coughs> and and allowing people to engage those service providers. So rather than you sitting on a call center and trying to call your municipality to let them know that you don't have power, we log it on your behalf. Mm. Uh, now in, in some cities, so that's the one component, right? And I'll explain how we, we've expanded throughout the country. The second component we want to do is, is a job creation platform. We want to create disruptive gig economy type uh, jobs on the platform. Mm -hmm. We've launched the, the first pilot in Cape Town at the moment and we've only got two services for now. So you can get a domestic or a gardener, but we, we aim to expand on that. And the idea is to create jobs. So we, we're aiming for 50,000 jobs in the next five years that we want to create in this space in South Africa. <coughs> Going back to the municipal service, so those are the two main services we've got on right sure. now. You can do other things on the platform. There's a social feed component where you can connect with your neighbors and you can engage your neighbors and you know you can talk about issues that you have in your neighborhood. So the idea is to keep it in your hood, mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, so if, if there's crime in the area, you can broadcast it then. You know, there's somebody going around and uh, breaking houses, and so, breaking into houses and so on. Or if you want to have a cake sale in the park, this is where you do it. This is where you notify people. There are other not notifications that we have there, like disasters. If there's flooding, if there's uh, protest action on the highway, mm. uh, and we try and post those on there for the community to, to be aware of. 
You can also engage other services in, in, in your city, like um, uh, restaurants and places of interest, uh, the museum and so on, and it'll give you that information on the platform. But at the end of the day, we're focusing on the two main areas, municipal services and the uh, right. disruptive services. So the municipal services we launched about a year ago, actually a little bit more than a year. <coughs> we started off with Johannesburg and Cape Town. Uh, we moved to Chwane, Kuruleni, uh, and Etekweni. Mm -hmm. uh, we've stopped there for now, uh, and I'll tell you why. Because not all cities are ready for us. Right? So right. what we've done is we've built a dispatch center at our own cost where we've got people that chase up things on, on behalf of citizens. So even when we're not connected, we still get our answers. We, we, we're persistent, and we, we send through emails, and we keep chasing the issues and give citizens uh, the feedback. But in, in cities like Cape Town, we're fully connected. Mm -hmm. So Cape Town's got a standard API geared up to allow third parties to engage with them. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and that works very well. We connect, we're fully connected there. So when you log an issue in Cape Town, it goes uh, to, the, to, the, to the right uh, division within the municipality, and we get the feedback. Was that uh, API fully <coughs> developed bef before you guys came along and asked for the integration, or did you help them develop it? The, the API was there. My understanding is we were the first to use it. Um, okay. Yeah, but the API was there. I think City of Cape Town was prepared for it. That's pretty uh, forward thinking. Yes, very much. Um, so we connected to, to them uh, uh, quite easily. Um, and then I, I believe there was a, 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 another company that connected after we, after we connected. Okay. More recently, we've connected with Eskom. Uh, so we've been in talks with Eskom for quite some time. And, and we've connected with Eskom. And then lastly, we've now connected with Sunroll mm -hmm. uh, for potholes. Mm -hmm. So we're sending through potholes. So I believe you're behind, I mean, Figili Mulula, the Minister of Transport, announced a few months ago that Sanro was launching a pothole reporting app. I believe you're behind that. Yes, we, we, we built that app for, for mm -hmm. Sunroll, yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty much on the same technology and the same uh, approach that we took with My Smart City. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. How's, how's it working out? Uh, well, we, <coughs> we, we're forwarding all the potholes through to Sunroll, okay. uh, and it, we're starting to get feedback on those. So, yeah, yeah it's getting there. All right, yeah. all right. So you, you mentioned Cape Town and the API. Has it been trickier to integrate with Twane and Joburg and the other cities? Well, in Joburg, it's complex because, <coughs> uh, you know, Joburg has got different organizations. Yes. There's Joburg Water and there's City Power and, and so on. Um, so in Joburg, we, we connect to... to uh, to City Power, yes. Joburg Water, we, we're not connected to, but we, we've been trying to, and, mm -hmm. and there's a process they follow, and, and we're following the process. Uh, and Joburg Roads as well. Uh, th there are the divisions that want to connect to us, but they need to follow certain uh, procurement, even though there's no cost, right. they have to follow certain procurement processes. Okay. Yeah. Do they all use different systems? Do you have to integrate with them Correct, differently? Correct, yeah. Well, look, un underlying the City of Joburg is SAP. Okay. But there are other systems that they use to deal with, with, uh, with these issues. Mm. So, for instance, City Power happens to use our force link. Yes. Uh, th that's the tool they use to, to dispatch their resources to go out and, yeah. and solve problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And are the, the municipalities generally, I mean, you're working with big metros for the moment. Are they uh, quite receptive to working with you? Or is there any pushback? Are there any concerns? It's a mix, right? Okay. Well, it's important to note that we do not represent the municipality. Yep. We represent the citizens, right? Sure, sure. Uh, so it's a mix. You know, you, we've, we've had, there's also been a lot of changes in the municipalities in terms of, of uh, 
uh, politics, the politics and the people in charge. So <coughs> you talk to somebody and then the next day you have to talk to somebody else again and start the and process. The next week again and next week start again. Start the process all <laughs> over again, which is what we found in a few, <laughs> in a few cities, right? But, but we have got mixed uh, reactions. Some people do not want you to get involved, you know. And then there are other people, uh, councillors and, and some of the officials that really do want to connect. Yeah. And, you know, there's also the challenge of technology. You mm -hmm. can't always connect. It, it's, it, it's complex. Mm -hmm. But as I said, we, that doesn't stop us. We yes. continue, you know. Rather than you sitting logging issues, we do it on your behalf. Yeah. And we keep track of it. Yeah. Out of interest, uh, you, you're working with the big metros, which tend to be the more functional <laughs> yes. um, uh, uh, local governments in South Africa. But we all know, we've seen the AG reports, we know that local government is largely dysfunctional, especially in the smaller towns, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, you're not working in those smaller towns yet. Do you have plans to work there? And do you think that My Smart City could actually maybe help some of those smaller dysfunctional municipalities deliver services? Well, we think so. Right? So we've seen, even in the cities where we're not connected, uh, we've seen a turnaround uh, improvement in turnaround time. So that's the time that it takes for us to get the issue logged with the city, <clears throat> until they actually fix the, the problem. And we've seen some incredible turnaround time. So I think there's the, the, there's the, the, the issue of, um, uh, you know, the, the city starting to engage with uh, My Smart City. They know My Smart City yeah. is behind quite a user base. So, you know, there's a little bit of, of, of that going on and they, and they react a little bit faster. In terms of the smaller uh, municipalities, we've actually made a call recently that we would launch into 17 municipalities as a trial. Okay. Uh, and how we're doing it is most of them don't have systems, right? So how we're doing it is we, we, rather than having nothing there, we're making My Smart City available. Mm -hmm. So y if you live in those towns, you can log an issue on My Smart City. We will send it through the whatever channels they've got, whether it's via email, uh, we will send it through to them. Uh, and at least get the issues logged. Mm -hmm. Now, most likely we can't get any feedback for you, but we are logging it on your behalf and letting you know, listen, giving your information to the council and saying, right. Mr. So-and-so has logged an issue and this is the details of the issue. At least we can send things like photographs and GPS coordinates, etc. You know. yeah. Okay, interesting. So those 17, are they uh, scattered all over the country or <coughs> concentrated they are, in a particular area? No, they are, they are scattered uh, around the country. We've tried to stick to municipalities around large uh, cities okay. to expand. Mm. So what we found, for instance, in Cape Town, we've launched in Cape Town, but we haven't launched in Stellenbosch. So if you work in Stellenbosch and live in, in, in uh, Somerset West, yeah. the app stops working the moment you, you get into the Stellenbosch region. Right. So we said, look, let's expand into those areas at least so that, uh, you know, you... you, you Building out from the cities right. and expanding. And your things. office is in Stellenbosch. It makes sense for you to go there. Well, my <laughs> office, yes. <laughs> I'm getting irritated. I can't log issues. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was having a look at the website uh, before we started speaking this morning, and uh, I see that uh, there are currently around 16,000 total logged issues currently as, the, as of the time of us chatting. Uh, a total of 26-day average time to resolve. How's that number changed over the... Over, over the course of time? Is it going up, going down? Um, <clears throat> so as I said, some cities have improved. Yeah. Um, I, in, in actual fact, I think all the cities have improved from the time we've launched, right? Okay. I'd have to look at the data. But I think they've all improved uh, from the... Some cities are better than others, and you yeah. can compare them. Uh, there, there's, there is a, a, a component on the website and on the mobile app as well called uh, Local Insights. Mm. And in there, you can actually get the data of the cities. You can compare wards. So if you're looking, it's amazing. To, yeah, 
If you're looking to buy a house, you can say, well, let me compare this ward with that ward and let's see what services are like <laughs> in the two wards and get, uh, get feedback on things like turnaround time, how long issues are, are open, what type of issues are being logged, <clears throat> what's the most common issue so you can see yep. whether the roads or water or whatever the okay. case may be. That's quite interesting because I was having a look at your website and there's an interactive map available where you can drill down. Yes. And I've drilled down into the area where our offices are here. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, and I could see people uploaded photographs. Yep. You know, here's a pole that fell over. Here's a, here's a robot that's out. Uh, in fact, the robot over here is always out. <laughs> Most uh, of them were out this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we could be load shedding. <laughs> could, could indeed be load shedding. Um, but, but really interesting because it allows you to actually drill down into that sort of data. I mean, what's, how, that, that sort of data must be very useful to municipalities who are <coughs> monitoring service delivery, etc. Yeah, look, it's useful to a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, stakeholders. Yeah. Um, <coughs> if you're in the uh, real estate industry, it's very useful for giving you information that, that you're not getting from other sources, yeah. and that is how uh, services are being delivered in, in the areas. Um, it's available to everybody, so the cities can use it, uh, citizens can look at it. Uh, it it's, it's for free, we, we're not charging for that data, and, and it's on, uh, as you said, you can drill down and have a look, see what's happening in your neighbourhood. Yes, yes, yeah. okay. And uh, you can also look at city level, I guess, and see which, which municipalities are doing well and which are not doing well. Do you, at some point, intend to do any reports about that? Uh, Naming we and shaming of <coughs> municipalities are not doing so well, and, and praise well, for those that are. Well, that's not our intention. You no. know, we actually want to, we want this the the, the, the 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 we want the municipalities to improve, right? right. So uh, the data is there; they can you see can for see themselves. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and anybody can go and and do a comparison between cities and see how cities are are, yeah. are responding. You'll be surprised. You, you'll be surprised that uh, some cities are actually quite good in in certain things that. Uh, that others aren't, yes, you know, yes. uh, and it's, you know. Okay, okay. So it's available for iOS, it's available for Android. Can you, can you log uh, issues via the website as well? You can, yeah. Okay. So you can, you, you can log on the web and, uh, right. and log there or on, on the apps. Yeah. And you've got a big update coming in the coming days, I believe. Yes, we've, we've, uh, we're changing the, the, the approach to the app uh, in terms of the, the landing page. We're simplifying it. Yeah making it a lot easier that to focus on the two main uh, components, and that is log a municipal issue or order a, 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 a private services. Okay. A, a, yeah. Decluttering uh, it. Decluttering it, yes. We, we're creating, um, <coughs> we're creating uh, widgets yeah. that you can put on. So if you, if you, if you want your load shedding yes. as a widget, you select it. So okay. there's a more, more flexibility for the user in terms of configuring your own app. Mm -hmm. yeah. so but you can still get access to all the other services that you yes, have they're all, with. Yes, they're all there. You yeah. just go and you turn them on as widgets and they'll pitch up on your oh. widget. Uh, so there'll be a sort of a widget uh, uh, drill up and down on top and then the two yes. focused areas at the bottom. Yeah. Nice, nice. And, and uh, I see you offer access to events, like concerts and ticketing and all that sort of thing. Yes. What, what do you offer in that regard? So we, we're connecting up with <coughs> with the service providers that, that that focus on that on ticketing, right? Yeah. And we've we've created that on our platform, and we keep Im improving who we connect with. Any any value to to the citizen that we can yeah. offer in one platform, we're doing that. So rather okay. than you running around and downloading apps and yeah. going to websites, you you've got Want it to be all. a one stop shop for yeah. all of these things. And by the way, you can also as you travel. So as I travel from Cape Town to Joburg, the yes. app picks up that I'm in Joburg, and I can interact 
the local service providers that can log issues here okay. and, and so on. Yeah. Okay. And emergency services as well? I saw you had a button for that. Emergency services, <coughs> we're we providing the information around you. So as you travel, we let you know what the emergency services are uh, available to you. Ah. We have got plans of improving that, mm -hmm. but it's not our core focus right now. Right. Uh, but we are in, in future, we will improve that. We, we've, right now on the app, if you look on the map, on the app, there's, there's a, an emergency button, right? Mm -hmm. If you're in trouble, you can, you can log, uh, oh. you, you can actually, and, and it will send out messages to your next of kin. Okay. It's not sending it to emergency services. Right. Um, but the idea is that we will expand that and we will start engaging with the emergency services and see how we can connect. Mm -hmm. uh, we may do it through a third party and we're considering doing it through, uh, you know, organizations that are already Sure. Doing that well, uh, and rather bringing them into our platform, um, allowing you to engage those services as well. Okay. So before I let you guys, I want to talk a little bit about the commercial side of this. Mm. Uh, you mentioned home cleaning and domestic and gardening services. I presume you're looking to expand that. You spoke about the gig economy. Yes. Uh, I presume this is one of the areas where you're looking to monetize. Correct, yeah. Yep. yeah. So up until now, we've, we've not made any money on the platform. You know, it's, it's been a service that we've provided. We made a, a decision that we would not advertise on the platform. We do not sell any data, um, and that's not how we're going to monetize the platform. We would monetize the platform by taking a commission on, on the services that we will provide. Right? And those we're starting to do now, as I said, in Cape Town, uh, we'll take a commission on those services. We'll, we'll, we'll add. The difference between us and other service providers is we're trying to create a reliable service. So when you order domestic from us, uh, the domestic will pitch up in a uniform with, a, with an ID and a barcode that you can scan to confirm uh, they've been trained and certified. You'll vet them. We vet them. They don't get onto the platform unless they've actually been and passed our training. And part of that training is things like uh, etiquette. Uh, how do you deal with, with when you come to somebody's house? You know, um, they, They're using a lot of technology, which is challenging at the moment, but we, we're going to get there. So everything that they do is on the phone. Mm. Uh, they, everything they, when they arrive on your site, afterwards, uh, after completing the job, they'll, they'll fill in a questionnaire uh, that we set up for them, you know, and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to expand from that into, uh, we did a survey of our user base, and we, I think we found about 11 services that we will be launching. Okay. Um, so this will be things like plumbers and, and electricians? No, no. No, we're actually staying away from those, okay. right? So <clears throat> our criteria is, is, is it must create jobs. So that's the first thing. We, we need to create jobs. Mm -hmm. So we need to take people that are, not employed and try and employ them. It must be repeatable services. So it must be the type of services that you would use on a regular basis sure. rather than a plumber electrician that you might call once a year. Mm -hmm. uh, plumbing electricians uh, would be qualified services and they already have work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we may bring them into the platform later, but that's not our focus. Okay. So some of the services just uh, out of interest is that, we, that uh, our survey came up with, with uh, services like car washing. Mm -hmm. People to come out to your house and, or your office and, and wash your car. Hairstylists to come and cut your hair at home. And I think that's a, oh. obviously a product of, of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> People got used to, to that. Home haircuts, yes. Home haircuts. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, yeah, and things like uh, dog grooming and dog walking and, and they're they gig economy. They're disruptive mm. services. They're the type of services that you would normally not hire. Yeah. But because it's convenient and it's rated and you can see the photograph of the person and comments of, uh, you know, what other uh, customers have, have, have said, you, you'll use them, you know. Yeah, and that's the plan. Fantastic. Now, the website is mysmart.city. Correct, yeah. Okay, cool website. And, uh, of course, you'll get the... Uh, You'll get the uh, apps in the uh, Play Store and the, in the Play Store Apple and uh, App Store. Correct. They're always at the yeah. Google App Store and the Apple Play Store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. App Store and the Play Store from Google. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, Joa Zoyo um, is, and thank you for allowing me to pronounce your first name, Joa, <laughs> <laughs> not the correct pronunciation, <laughs> is CEO of uh, Acumen Software, uh, the company behind My Smart City. I look forward to seeing how the platform develops. And thank you so much for talking to Tech Central today. Thank, thank you for having me.